0: We are back again today in the studio and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again today in the studio. Happy to be rocking with you guys. Yeah, another wonderful week of FCS football. And I cannot get into everything that we saw this last week. There were so many good football games, and we want to touch on the Big Sky. Their emergence as maybe the best football uh, conference thus far in the FCS. It was... Uh, A great crazy games. I cannot wait to uh, to get into that with you guys. Uh, It's a beautiful Sunday. Happy to be with you guys once again uh, in the studio. So let's start off with a couple of games that we want to touch on. We'll get into our bracketology. Uh, where we at? 3.0 where do I put these teams where do I see them Um, I saw a tweet out there saying about 40 teams could be uh, in the mix obviously you know Jackson State going to the celebration bowl wouldn't be a part of it but they're still they could still be considered uh, you know uh, for the uh, for the 40 teams and stuff like that but there's there's some teams out there we're going to have to cut it down to 24 I'll be releasing uh, what I see you know where where I put these these teams at Uh, I'm excited to See what uh, what comes of it over the next couple of weeks. Obviously, we're going to have to see the SoCon kind of get uh, uh, worked out. We're going to have to see the the Southland. You know, what do you do with uh, Southeast Louisiana and uh, Incarnate Word? Really excited to see that. Um, those are just some of those games. So let's start off. Obviously, biggest game of the of the week: Sacramento State taking on Weber State. Both of these teams played phenomenal. Obviously, Weber State. Uh, you know, a couple of turnovers. And I think if you play that that game 10 times, I think it you know goes five for Sacramento State, five for Weber State. These are two great teams. Uh, but honestly, I think Sacramento State, the way that they played against Weber State, uh, they've led uh, what most of the game, if not all of it. They were very, very impressive going to Ogden Utah if you guys don't know i have never been to to Ogden it is uh, a mountainous city uh, the 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 stadium sits very very high up on the mountain it was raining uh, not snow uh, but uh, altitude very cold probably in the 40s to, to high uh, 30s very cold game and they pulled out a win uh, against a, a sunny California team I know Sacramento's in Northern California but a little bit different than um than than obviously you know sacramento and everything so kudos to to the hornets for going up and getting that win that is um that is very impressive that they were able to do that I think that both of these teams will be uh, seeds. I think Montana State. Uh, we'll talk about them here coming up. Uh, Montana State will be a seed. They played a really tough in Northern Arizona team. You got to understand, uh, some of these teams, especially in the Big Sky, are advantageous uh, crowds. For example, the Montana crowds, the altitude as well. Um, you know, Ogden, uh, Flagstaff. Uh, you know, really big crowds. Isolation, uh, you know, far away. You look at a city like Cheney, Washington, really far away from from anything, uh, tough to get to. They have very loyal fan bases. That's how it is, you know, across the board, pretty much. But the Big Sky has very unique advantages, and uh, I'm I'm interested to see how, how this plays out. A lot of people kind of overreacting to Montana State struggles. Uh, I think Montana State still top three team uh, I'll let you guys I'll, I'll release the the you know my top 25 where I see them sitting at but uh, I don't think it's anything that, that that you need to fret over that's an naU team at you know almost 10,000 feet and they just played well they're, they're a good team and when a good team uh, you know takes on a really good team sometimes you, you stumble and stuff like that but big Sky kind of working itself out um, we'll see what happens between Montana State and Sacramento State. I do think it's kind of a bummer that the, that the winner doesn't get to play each other. Like, we're not going to have an outright winner. They would have a, a share if they both are undefeated in Big Sky play. Uh, but we'll see. We have Montana uh, that will be playing Montana State and UC Davis, which will be taking on, uh, taking on Sacramento State in just a little bit. And uh, we'll kind of explain why we love UC Davis in just a bit as well. Some other notable games that we want to talk about uh, just going around the top 25 and everything. uh, William & Mary escapes with a win. I don't know who really is the best team so far in the CAA. Very difficult to predict, I'm not going to lie. But William & Mary uh, still fighting there. Uh, New Hampshire loses to Richmond we kind of have been predicting like a lot of people in in the FCS world uh, New Hampshire really hadn't played uh, a ton of, of really good talent and they're going to have an opportunity to play uh, you know a, a couple of teams coming up that that you know they're going to be making a case hey we deserve to be uh, amongst the best uh, with only you know one loss in the CAA but you know they'd beat Elon uh, and they'd beat Monmouth but Richmond really the best Team that they had played, they're going to be going up against uh, Rhode Island this next week at home. If they lose that game, I think they're out of the hunt, and uh, we're going to kind of forget about them. Rhode Island, very good football team. Despite going, I mean, they're six and three, and their losses are to William and Mary and Delaware, which I think are two playoff teams, and then obviously to Pitt and the, um, you know, FBS team. We're not going to really care about it. So if they can beat New Hampshire, that's a playoff game, definitely a game you want to be tuning into. Unfortunately, it's on Flo Sports, so uh, kind of, uh, I mean, it's a different subscription service tough to tough to watch a lot of those games but uh i definitely will be watching it that is a playoff game i cannot wait to see that new hampshire game and let's give credit to richmond this is a team that we haven't really talked about a lot this year uh their losses are to virginia fbs team and elon in double overtime so we're not going to you know talk too much about it but they did beat st francis who has, like, the NEC, you know, locked up. Uh, and you know, coming up, they, they, they beat Villanova. Uh, they've beat New Hampshire. The next two games, they have Delaware and William & Mary. Uh, I think they, they, they need to split with with these teams. Uh, you know, if they if they lose to Delaware on the road, I don't think the the committee will look too, like, look down on Richmond for that. But they would have to beat William & Mary uh, later, just because then you'd be tied with pretty much Rhode Island uh, at that point, And then I don't know if you're getting four, you know, four teams in uh, at that point, or or New Hampshire. If you beat, if you you obviously would want um, New Hampshire to beat Rhode Island, so there wouldn't even be any thought, hey, we're getting in, we're not even going to have an opportunity to let Rhode Island in. Uh, really interesting, the CAA, very interesting league. You've got uh, Elon sitting at, uh, you know, seven and three, seven and three with losses to Vanderbilt, you know, FBS, and then uh, Rhode Island, New Hampshire. However, they do have wins over uh, Delaware, and they do have a win over William & Mary. So what do you do with the Phoenix? They're definitely a team to keep an eye on. Last couple of games, they have Albany and Hampton. So... uh I, I don't know I don't know they're going to be a three you know three loss team unless they lose but they're going to have three losses maybe nine and uh you know nine and three sitting there like hey we deserve to be in really like I said the committee is going to have it very I think the CAA and the SoCon are going to be the most difficult to kind of sort out uh, looking at the the other games we had Nuga you know kind of a scare against the Citadel was able to pull it out in the end uh, UT Martin you know falls to Kennesaw State looks like Semo will be taking the auto bid out of the OVC. Sad that they don't get to play each other. Um, I was hoping that both those teams could get in, but it looks like uh, on the road too. I mean, Kennesaw State's a difficult team to play, uh, let alone you know, let alone playing uh, you know on the road. You, you should have won that game. Uh, Rhode Island with a win over Maine. Idaho continues its dominance. They are playing a lot better. Coach Eck having those boys ready to go. Uh, so let's jump into it now. As we've been talking a little bit about. Uh, some of the things that we've been seeing, like you said, I think there's about 40, you know, 38 to 40 teams that could still get in. Um, but I think we're really starting to see, uh, you know, the bigger picture. And that is, so we'll, we'll go through our seeds where we see our seeds, one through eight, and then um, we'll do the auto bids. These are teams that I don't think are really going to have much of a case unless uh, they would have to win their, their auto bid. Outside of SEMO, which we'll get into, and then the rest of the teams that I see getting in. And uh, I don't I don't like setting up the bracket, Uh, just because that's a little bit too much speculation, but I will be setting up uh, Bracketology 3.0. We'll have one more next week, uh, which would be 4.0. And then our final submission, what we would be telling the committee to do, uh, you know, Hey, this is what we would vote on. If we were, you know, a part of the committee, this is who we'd put here. And then uh, that next week we'd be able to see them. It will be released, uh, you know, for the, for the causes for the playoffs. So uh, I'm looking forward to being on the road uh, during the playoff season. And, uh, We'll, we'll hopefully get to one or two games, uh, the ones that come out west. So here we go one through eight. We've got South Dakota State at one, two Sacramento State, three Montana State, four North Dakota State, five Weaver State, six uh, Incarnate Word, seven Holy Cross, eight William and Mary. I know there's a lot of buzz about uh, UIW and they're just, you know, molly whopping people. Uh, and they had lost to Southeast Louisiana. They have the head, you know, the head to head one over it. I don't know how it's going to work. Uh, they do have the head to head, so I guess they don't get the auto bid the auto build would be secured through uiw i, I don't know i don't really want to get in the technicalities of it i mean you're looking at it northwestern state still is undefeated uh they do have to play southeast louisiana and in incarnate word coming up uiw right uh so they're gonna have two games which i i don't think they're gonna win uh but you have uiw you have southeast louisiana uh both would be at what six and one or, or five and one on the on the conference schedule so uh UIW, obviously, um, I I think they're great. Uh, We'll see if if Southeast Vienna gets gets in. I'm kind of interested. I would like to learn a little bit more about that uh, going forward. Uh, Holy Cross, I think, gets a seed. They've been playing phenomenal, have a great defense, have a very exciting offense. And William & Mary, I think they're the best CAA team out there. Uh, And I think that they'll they'll be, you know, I think the tribe gets in. Uh, for the auto beds out of the Ace Sun and the WAC. watch Eastern Kentucky hadn't watched a ton of them uh, just a few clips here and there watch them against Central Arkansas this is a really good team I think that they would be a pesky team I think uh, you know a first round matchup where where they're in uh, Kentucky against like southeast Missouri would be a phenomenal first round matchup you know winner winner takes on uh, you know North Dakota State or or winner takes on like a UIW uh, I think that would be a great uh, little great little you know, matchup. Uh, really interested to see uh, for the OBC, Semo. I think they get in. I think they would have got in regardless, but they're going to get the auto bid. Big South, we got NCA&T. Here's another question that nobody's talking about. Obviously, NCAT, you know, beat Campbell, but uh, Gardner Webb, maybe the craziest schedule so far. And I talked about him a couple of years ago. Um, I believe it, maybe it was just last year. Gardner Webb is four and five. Okay, and you're like, well, four and five. How would they get in? Why? Why would they get in? Well, their losses come to East Carol or Coastal Carolina, FBS, Marshall FBS, Liberty FBS. So three of their losses just kind of get there. They're not even going to count towards the committee. Like they're going to be like, okay, you played FBS teams. Their other losses are to Elon by six points, and to Mercer. They kind of got beat down by Mercer. Mercer, I think, is a playoff team. and Lawn would be border playoff team. But they're a team that's like, it's really goofy, where they have three FBS losses. Could they get in? Dot, dot, dot. I mean, they do have to play uh, NCNT at the very end of the season. They have to play Campbell next week. So obviously they've got, uh, it's a lot of speculation going forward. But if this team goes six and five, it's like, wait, what? No, I think NCANT does it, but definitely don't write out Gardner Webb. They are a they're a good football team. I was able to watch uh, Gardner Webb a, a couple times uh, the last couple of weeks uh, when they I saw them play Charleston Southern, saw them playing against Bryant. So very interesting team, really unique schedule. I want to see what the committee does with them, or if they would even consider them, you know, first three teams in or last three in, first three out, that kind of stuff. Uh, the NEC, St. Francis, PA, I think they've got it locked up pretty much. Davidson out of the Pioneer. St. Thomas playing phenomenal. I don't think they're technically eligible for the playoffs yet, so I'll be throwing Davidson in. So now let's go 14 through 18 just real quick, and then we'll do our last three in, first three uh, out. We'll kind of just kind of roll through these. So coming in at 14, I think it's Richmond. I think Richmond's going to be I, – I think they split with them. Uh, I think Delaware uh, – yeah, I think they beat Delaware, lose to William & Mary. And they split with it. They're 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 in at 14. 15, uh, fifteen. We've got Idaho, sixteen. We got Chattanooga, which I think the winner. I think the winner of this the SoCon will get a will get an auto uh, or a bid uh, as a as a seed. I would have to see what happens with William and Mary. Uh, they're kind of the one team that I would kick out uh, or UIW. I think Holy Cross is going to get one, and I think the other ones, the other five, are pretty pretty solid. So uh, interesting to see, but I do think. Maybe Chattanooga, Sanford, or uh, Mercer, kind of a long shot, could, could get that auto bid. Uh, coming in at 17, we got Delaware, 18, Sanford. Now, again, these are just where those those seeds are at. It's not, we, we're just setting it up. These are just teams that are getting in, but below the auto bids and stuff like that, and Nineteen, we have North Dakota. Twenty, we have UC Davis. Twenty-one, we have Southeast Louisiana. Like I said, Southeast Louisiana is tough, just because they like. I think they're going to kind of get in by proxy. Uh, if they get in as this, you know, Southland, and then UIW gets in. I mean, I think these are two phenomenal teams, so I don't see why uh, they wouldn't get in. But but I definitely want to see that. Now, a lot of people are going to be hating on my take for North Dakota or not North Dakota, UC Davis. Let me tell you, UC Davis has played probably the toughest schedule in the entire nation, uh, in my opinion. They played Cal, FBS school will wipe it away, uh, so that leaves them at 5-3. and three. Their losses are to South Dakota State by two points, Weber State by five, and they kind of got whooped by, by Montana State on the road. Their next games, next week, they've got Idaho, the week after they have Sacramento State. Now they're going to have to go to Idaho. They're going to have to go to Sacramento State. I think this next week they beat Idaho. I really do. I think UC Davis is vastly underrated. I think more people need to be talking about it. I think they beat Idaho this week, and then it's a rivalry game against Sacramento State. And if you're saying, if you're looking at yourself do we take UC Davis? And let me tell you, I love you. I love you. Uh, you know Mercer. I love you, Fordham. I love you, Rhode Island. These are teams that I've been cheering for all year long. But those losses are better than your losses tenfold. We're talking tenfold. If they were, if they beat Idaho, that's their best win. Idaho could be an almost seed, but their losses would be Sacramento State. Weaver State, Montana State, and South Dakota State, which would all, I think, one through five. They've played a ridiculously hard schedule. I think UC Davis gets in. They're a very, very interesting team. If you're Montana, you are crapping yourself because you do not want UC Davis to get in. Montana, like, you're looking at it, they could be, uh, you know, if they go 7-4, and four, they beat uh, Eastern Washington, lose to, to, to Montana State. They're 7-4. and four. You would take UC Davis over Montana, 10 times out of 10, because their best win, I mean, who's Montana's best win? Portland State, Cal Poly, Eastern Washington. I think you take UC Davis. I think UC Davis is better. Despite their record, they've played A ridiculously hard schedule, and I think even though I hate almost losses, I think almost losses count in this scenario. uh, As you're looking at UC Davis, I put them in. I don't even have it as my last three in. I think they're going to split down the stretch, and I think they get in uh, by the skin of their teeth for sure. So my last three in, first three out, I've got Fordham. Yes, I do have Fordham. I think Fordham's offense is electric. I think they're super. it's super fun to watch. And I think Fordham definitely deserves to be in. Uh, coming in next, we have Mercer. I think Mercer, you know, you're looking at the SoCon. I think Sanford and Nuga are better than them. I think Mercer uh, picks up... Uh, you know picks up a win against Furman coming off of a bye at home they win that game so then that knocks Furman kind of out of contention that leaves Nuga Sanford and uh and Mercer kind of sitting there Nuga takes on Sanford next week and then the week after uh Mercer then gets to play Sanford now it is on the road Sanford didn't look great against VMI this last weekend and so I think that Mercer, uh, kind of a long shot to get in at that number two spot. I think Sanford, I mean, I, I love Mercer, but I think uh, they could get three teams in another Stocon. I think Chattanooga's playing well. I think Sanford's playing well. And I think Mercer's playing well, uh, especially, again, you're looking around the, the Missouri Valley, not as deep, uh, y- big sky deep. But what do you do with Montana with not really a signature win? I would rather have a Mercer over a Montana. So those are, those are the reasons why I have them in. And then obviously we have you know, Rhode Island. I know this is another one. I think Rhode Island beats New Hampshire, and then they're sitting there with, with some pretty good losses, with, with two losses of teams above them. Um, I think that they get in. I think they're the last team to get in, and uh, they're, they're going to be semi-surprising to, to do that. Now, the first three out that I have, um, I have Montana, Furman, and then Youngstown State. I think Youngstown State could definitely make a, a break for it. This is the first time on the podcast that we've actually talked about Youngstown State. Uh, normally, you know, they've, they've been at uh, the last few years. Uh, I've, I've always wanted to talk about them. Uh, in my top 25, I actually ranked them. It was the first time I've ever had them ranked uh, in the three, what, four years I've been doing this. So... Definitely interesting. Uh, can't wait to, to to see it, but. Uh I just don't think the, the Missouri Valley, I think UND gets the drop on them and uh, they just get those teams in those, those three teams. I don't know if they're a four, a four team league this year, uh, especially with a team like UC Davis, do you put Youngstown state or a UC Davis in? And personally I would take UC Davis. Um, so let's roll through our top 25. So that's our bracketology 3.0. Uh, we'll, like I said, we'll do 4.0 and then uh, after 4.0, we'll be doing what we would release to the, to the, to the um, playoff committee what we would tell them if we were to write them a letter hey here's what we would do and then we might even say some first round matchups that we'd want to watch that, that sort of thing just because uh, if you guys want to hear it just just you know drop me a line i'll be able to do that so let's do our top 25 and then we'll get out of here not make it super long for you guys love the support though thank you so much for supporting the podcast uh so we're gonna we're gonna start one Through eight, I don't think there are very many changes. We've got South Dakota State, one, Sacramento State, two, Montana State, three, four, uh, North Dakota State, five, Weber State, uh, six, UIW, seven, William & Mary, eight, Holy Cross, nine, we did put in Richmond. They are taking on Delaware this week. They're going to have to win this game uh, or beat William & Mary to stay relevant. I think Richmond's great. If you haven't watched them, tune in. Uh, I know, again, Flow Sports, yada, yada, yada. This is a good team, uh, and you definitely need to be watching Richmond. Coming in at ten, we did have Sanford. Despite Sanford not playing great uh, against uh, you know, VMI, I still think that they are a good team. Uh, I think the winner of Sanford against Chattanooga goes in. Like I said, could be an auto bid. Uh, then I mean, if Sanford loses to Mercer, then maybe not. But uh, I think both teams have played great. Very interesting. To, very interested to see what kind of plays out. Okay, 11 through we do 11 through 20 got number 11 we have Delaware 12 we have Chattanooga 13 we have Mercer. Fourteen, we have Idaho. Fifteen, we have Southeast Missouri. Sixteen, we have Furman. Seventeen, we have Fordham. Eighteen, we have Rhode Island. Nineteen, UND. Twenty, Alon. Now, I know a lot of people are like, "Well, your top twenty-five is in a you know hundred percent reflective of the bracketology." Well, true. I do have Furman a little bit higher because they could win. I mean, there is a real chance that they beat Mercer, and they, you know they kind of make some noise. Mercer Falls. Uh, they're they're a team that definitely want to keep an eye on uh, the Paladins, and then Fordham again. Fordham has doesn't have the greatest strengths of schedule, but I think they are a phenomenal team and definitely a team that you're going to want to be taking uh, taking an extra look at. And the next one up, we've got uh, 21 through 25. We have uh, Youngstown State, Montana, New Hampshire, Eastern Kentucky, and uh NCAA and T coming in at 25. That's kind of what we think. I think it's going to be another great week of, of FCS football. Uh, again, continue to support us. Uh, a lot of fun. Big shout out to my boys, uh, Utah Tech, uh, alumni of Dixie State, which is now Utah Tech. They beat SUU, brought home, uh, I think it was the Victory Axe. I don't know what we're doing. I think it should be a Red Rock. I think it's a little bit more uh, appropriate to the the area, but hey, we got an axe. Uh, they, they they beat SUU. I'm hoping uh, you know my, my trailblazers uh, take on the Texans next week. We'll actually be uh, down there uh, at... Uh, We'll be down there at uh, what greater Zion field, I think is what it's called now uh, in St. George watching that game. And then like I said, hopefully for the playoffs, we got to get, we get a couple uh, come out to Utah, to California, uh, maybe up to Idaho. We, we'll be on the road watching those games and maybe even make it to the, to the championship game uh, in Frisco, but continue to support us. We love you guys. We, we're very grateful for all the support that we have. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Let me know where I was right, where I was wrong. Be sure to drop us a line on Twitter. I uh, get rolling 19, continue to support and have a, A wonderful week and keep the ball rolling.